Good evening. This is uh, Ray Koyasso from Ray's Podcast. You can check out my podcast uh, anywhere you can download a podcast at Ray's Podcast, Ray's Latino Talk Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. Or check out all of my content at raysepodcast.com. You can check me out here on on uh, Anchor as well as uh, check me out on Twitter at Ray's Podcast. I wanted to uh, give my quick thoughts about kind of what the Steve Bannon vanishment uh, means and doesn't mean for us. Um, it's definitely a small win. Um, anytime you can, we can dismantle uh, operationally this White House and get a key a key voice for uh, that's pushing this hate hatred and far right wing agenda uh, out of the building. It's a good day. Uh, there's no question about it. But let's not fool ourselves. This is going to continue to be an administration um, that's going to implement. I mean, the president's a white supremacist. He's made that very clear this week. He made that very clear two years ago when he based his decision to run and his basically his opening argument uh, off the backs, uh, you know, demonizing the Latino community. So we've known this for some time. I think it's just illuminated it for those that were ignoring uh, the obvious for, for, for many years. Um, and it's incredible credulous that in 2017 we would have a president that would be a supporter and sympathetic to uh, white nationalism. So that he remains. And the um, uh, more pronouncedly, the far hard right wing agenda of this administration remains. There's countless policies, example of that. When you are further right than the military on foreign policy and gay rights, you have a an administration, an ideology, and a governance that is out of the mainstream of this country. So Bannon is out of the White House, but the problem remains. And I ask you all, what is the real problem? And so I would submit that we're not looking at this sort of the right way. And I think we have to look a little more inward. Um, you know, it's not, the problem is that, that Steve Bannon throughout the campaign, throughout the relationship, and throughout his administration, the president's administration, was giving President Trump the advice uh, to play the race card, uh, be, uh, show sympathy and winks and nods to, you know, these various white extremist movements in the country. Oh, and internationally, um, you know, uh, you know, continue to sort of play this divisive uh, rhetoric It's not that he was giving that advice. It's that how successful it's been. So the question is, after two years of blatantly racist, blatantly homophobic, blatantly misogynistic, um, uh, uh, pronouncements and now hard policy, a third of the country is still with him. Let me repeat that. After the president, earlier this week, clearly sympathize, uh, shows he's sympathetic to the rights of, the, of various white supremacist movements in this country that resulted in killing a young white female over the weekend. A third of the country is still with him. And while we have examples of people of color and even in his administration, people of the Jewish community, which to me is the most incredible, that Cohn and Mnuchin would stay with him. Uh, and we do have, and I'll talk about Michael Ramos in a second. 
while we do have examples of people outside of the mainstream white Christian community that, that, are, that, that have the sickness, the reality is that we're still talking about a little, even at a third of the country, that means about half of white America is still with this president. And so I would submit to you that the problem isn't Steve Bannon giving advice. The problem is it's the right advice with where our country is right now. And so when I think about how the mainstream is discussing this issue and couching it in a political, a political framework, you know, what will it take for Republicans to uh, stray away from President Trump? What would it take for uh, Republican leaders to push back against Trump. This is well beyond when we have a significant part of the country, nearly essentially half of white America. Uh, if half of white America is still with this president, we got a bigger issue here, people. <laughs> you know, there is obviously, uh, and that is not, uh, that is not uh, uh, this, this in the extreme, this uh, increasing number of uh, white males who feel the despair many of which are turning towards illicit drugs um, and, uh, and other destructive behavior, including engaging in, in, in a few cases, um, you know, white supremacist uh, uh, ideological groups, uh, some of which manifested in a public display over the weekend. Uh, increasingly, this is uh, a, a, a more professional middle class uh, dynamic movement. That's on one extreme, and on the other extreme, uh, less and less blatant, and but just if not more dangerous to our country, is a big chunk of white America that you know, either turn is turning a blind eye, and why are they turning a blind eye? Because it's uncomfortable. How uncomfortable can it be for you if you're still supporting Donald Trump, or maybe it's subconsciously on some level? You're not someone that's ever going to go to a Klan rally. You're not someone that's, that, that is mean or, or feels their uh, discriminatory or prejudice to minorities in your day-to-day life. But on some level, subconsciously, you may believe that uh, the, the oppression and the, the slowing, or at least the slowing down of progress for people of color um, and uh, potentially women... Uh, potentially the LGBT community, or there's multicultural, inclusive dynamic in the society, will work out a little, makes your life a little easier for whatever reason. And maybe you feel like it'll be a little easier for your kids to get a job or to gain access to higher education in the, in the future because of that dynamic. And although you're not an active participant in the hate and the discrimination, maybe you don't mind so much and you're not, you don't feel a need to address it with your neighbors and friends. Well, let me tell you, that's a big problem. Because as we've seen from this weekend, uh, uh, hatred, uh, you, you know, hatred does not stay in the bottle. Someone like Heather Heyer gets killed. Uh, Jewish people, um, who last time I checked, were, are, are white people for the most part, phenotypically, are being threatened and harassed. And, and then one day it could be you. Or it could be your child, or it could be your daughter, or it could be your gay cousin, um, or it could be someone in your family because they're poor, or have a pre-existing condition. Do you get what I'm saying? 
this, my friends, is a bigger problem than Steve Bannon. And I would just ask my white neighbors and friends in our society to really take a look in the mirror and see what what is truly happening, particularly with male younger males in a society who believe that they're being discriminated against, or they feel like there's they're they're losing something. You know, there's nothing. There's there's only so much that people of color we have enough of a burden. We have to first of all protect ourselves. We have to turn to our own community, especially in the Latino community, the examples like Michael Ramos, and address the, in, uh, the white supremacy within our own community and inter-Latino racism that exists, where self-hate and racism is so insidious in our communities because of all of these societal factors that there's some of us that walk around and literally will look in the mirror at someone that's clearly of indigenous and African background and refuse to believe that they're a person of color or they believe they're much, well, believe in practice, they're much lighter skinned than they really are. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but that's how ridiculous, that's how insidious, this is a sickness. And and, I, and I'm calling on anyone who thinks that, well, you know, maybe blacks and Latinos are kind of moving a little too quick in our society, and, you know, they got to slow it up. Let me tell you, even if you don't care about our communities, our communities, that sickness will eventually impact you. It's not good for anybody, white supremacy, ultimately, because at the end of the day, all it does is serve to divide us as people. And the, 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 how do you think, how do you think the, well, the income gap has, has happened in this country? It's because we've played into their. And one last word about Michael Ramos, one of the young men that, one of the white supremacists that attacked and brutally beat up DeAndre Harris. Hope you're well, DeAndre, uh, and you're recovering. Um, a man who, after, shortly after the beating, that savage beating, could have killed DeAndre, um, went on video, went online with a short video saying, I can't be racist, I'm Puerto Rican. Well, let me tell you something. That's a sickness. That's a sickness. What else do you need to know? Someone from a multicultural island. Um, a multicultural Spanish-speaking island who claims those roots uh, feels justified in beating up someone because of the color of their skin. And so that sickness we have to eradicate in the Latino community, but I would just respectfully call on <laughs> our friends in, in white America, half of, close to half of which are still supporting this president, to look in the mirror and see what you're doing. Where do you fall in, in the... In, 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 the, in, the, in the fight to eradicate hate in our country and, and, and truly live the American values of liberty and equality. Are you, are you just being complicit because it's uncomfortable? Are you deep down co-signing on the hate even though you're not on the front lines because at some level you feel like for whatever reason, it may be beneficial to you and your family. Are you being, are you being truthful yourself and honestly believing this is the right way to go? That hate will lead a better life for you. Because let me tell you something, all it's going to lead to is anxiety, despair, destructive behavior, and an increasing income get, uh, inequality in our country for all of us. 
And by the way, all kinds of people, many of which will be African-American, Latino, LGBT, Asian, Muslim, immigrant, will suffer. And suffer unnecessarily. The other thing I wanted to talk about is sort of strategically, what do we do now? I think we have to just be very blatant in our strategy. It is about impeaching him now. I think our tact needs to be Russia investigation will play out. Other foibles of this administration will play out. But I think our tact and our organizing has to be if we don't eradicate the sickness at the top, if we don't take this man out of office now, danger in a right-wing agenda that will hurt working people and especially people of color for generations to come, even in a few years or one term, um, has to be eradicated now by stating what he stated, his, act, his reckless actions toward North Korea alone, putting literally our globe under risk of nuclear war, putting hundreds of thousands of Americans in the Pacific Rim, tens of thousands of our military members in the Pacific Rim in immediate harm's way, unnecessarily, is a cause to me for impeachment. The comments of this week further confirming what he's already said for years that he's a blatant white supremacist in his actions, Central Park 5, on his nativist movement, on down, Mexicans are rapists and murderers. He has clearly stated he is openly hostile to a large segment of our population, and he is openly putting millions of us, tens of millions of us, in danger by inflaming racial hatred and empowering people that are out to get us, who, by the way, are because of terrible gun policy in this country, are supremely armed and dangerous. So in terms of our organizing principles, they need to be focused on the people that have no spines that are holding us back right now. Paul Ryan, the leadership in the Senate, the leadership in Congress, they need to be shamed every day, morally, shamed politically, shamed from a civil rights perspective. They need to be publicly shamed and embarrassed until this movement becomes impossible for them to avoid. So I encourage all of us to keep our eyes on the prize. While everything is going on, he will continue to, this administration will continue to do dangerous, promote dangerous policies that hurt working people, and it's particularly people of color and women. It will hurt, uh, he will say things that will put many of us in harm's way, literally and figuratively in danger. Our focus needs to be to, to call on our members of Congress to impeach him now, because what we do have going for us is their weakness. The same, the same weakness that allows them to stand on the sidelines and not call out this, this president by name for his hatred and, and the harm that he's caused our country and our world is the same weakness that we'll be able to defeat and when all of us unite and, and speak up. And no, because let me tell you, even if you are against this administration, if you're not doing something about it, you are being complicit. You are being part of the problem. You know... Nobody thought in the late 30s, in, in the early 30s or the mid 30s, that Germany would have become the Nazi, the, the, would have become Nazi Germany that we know of in history. If we don't do something about it, those things can happen. It's already begun happening. Look, we even have people, look at the leadership in the Jewish community that's not showing leadership to back away. If, if, if people like Steve Mnuchin, Gary Cohn, who has Jewish centers in his name 
built in Ohio because of the philanthropy that he's displayed in the Jewish community in this country, if he doesn't have the leadership and the courage to step away and denounce this president, we're in trouble. So we're going to need to stand together. Thank you so much for listening to Ray's Anchor. Check me out at, on Twitter at Ray's Podcast, uh, Ray's Talk Show on on uh, iTunes, anyway, you can find a podcast, Spotify, my website, raisepodcast.com, and check me out on Anchor. You can email me at podcastraise at gmail.com. That's podcastraise at gmail.com. Thank you, podcast family, and impeach now. Hashtag impeach now. Peace.